Hello, my friends. I'm back to share some things with you that I wasn't able to in the other podcasts. And we're in a season now of positioning ourselves in righteousness to be in right standing with the Lord. To ready ourselves and as we were going into a battle, the Lord's coming back in warfare as the King of Kings. And He's not coming back for a bride that's slumped over and doesn't know her position. So this is going to take us to the Feast of Trumpets in September. And the fall feasts are all unfulfilled feasts. So that should be a sign for us as well. He's fulfilled every other one. So we're in a very pivoted time. We've gone through Passover. We went through Pentecost. And now we have this word that was given forth through Israel that we are to ready ourselves and to focus in a different aspect. And I am concerned because I see that the Western church, some of them are not ready. They haven't been taught the times and the seasons of the Lord. I went to church via podcast, uh, via video on my phone, and on Pentecost, you would think you would speak about Pentecost, and he didn't. The pastor didn't speak about Pentecost at all. And I thought, wow, that's a pretty important time. We were given the Holy Spirit. And it was given no time. So I just thought that was unusual. So... In my examples that I wanted to share with you, that if man's agenda is coming into anything and it's not of God's word, then we need to examine and evaluate. every aspect of it and 
would we be saying that or doing that if Jesus was standing before us? It goes along with Matthew 25, 45. The, um, some of the executions that are done in churches are not lining up with God's word. And I often ask myself, would Jesus do that? And we went through a time that that was very popular. What would Jesus do? So that's kind of gone away. <laughs> and But our position is to be focused on the fact that Jesus is coming back as the high priest king. And that was exampled in the book of Hebrews. And he executes with gentleness, with mercy, with love, with kindness, and he gives a lot of whole grace, favor, that we don't even deserve. I went to church not long ago, probably a couple years, I went to this church, and the message that was given out at the last, he made a statement. And he said, if you were here to be a taker and not a giver, then this is not the place to be. We are not here to help you. You are here to serve the church and our needs. So I sort of new into this church and I thought wow what a welcoming statement <laughs> but it's not aligned with God's word <laughs> and um, it sent red flags um, because I thought would Jesus say that or would you even say that to Jesus if Jesus ever said that would he have followers would he have ever had disciples I think he would have sound like the Pharisees and the rabbinic order and the Sadducees and all that. I think he would have been right in line with them. And so it set me into really thinking because he wasn't gentle about it. He wasn't kind. He wasn't loving or giving mercy. So the fruits of the Spirit weren't there. And... I think, why in the world would he say that? And of course, he was a very young, straight out of Bible college. And I'm thinking, okay, um, he would certainly know the word coming out of Bible uh, college with a master's. Why, what would set him off to say that? Well, I figured it out. And I'm giving myself no credit because I believe the Holy Spirit let me see it. And it was because it was his discernment that was giving forth the answer. 
is I asked him, why would he do that? He was a new pastor being evaluated by the board to have a permanent position. And therefore, his whole focus was on performance to produce the financial base that was needed. And that would be the only way he would have reason to make a statement like that. So he was producing something that was placed upon him, a condition. So this is how he dealt with it. And it was totally out of context with God's word and the gospel. So I saw other imbalances and we didn't stay long. And I felt for him because, you know, here he was in in a pickle because he was going to be elected by the board if he did good to be the permanent pastor. But if he didn't, then he wasn't going to be. So he was really under constraints, you know. And our words and our interactions with others is very important to the Lord. So the other example I have is an acquaintance said to me once that she learned to grovel to make it in this world. That if she didn't do what others saw her to do, that she would get backlash and consequences from not doing it. So she lived a life to meet the conditions somebody else placed on them. Well, that's exactly what the pastor was doing. And um, when you have a setup like that, then it's all about fear and control and conditions. And it's a bondage. So you're starting out right from the beginning in bondage. And isn't that what the Lord came back to do to set you free so you wouldn't be in bondage? And I see this and I'm going, whoa. But there's a lot of that going on in this world with a lot of things. And so I can't judge or place any blame. It's just another condition that's going on. And it's something that I think involves the fact that we don't have a lot of mature Christians. A lot of things aren't being taught. And you have to seek the maturity yourself through Jesus. And then from that you get the wisdom and discernment. But if you don't have the desire to seek it for yourself separately, 
then it might not happen. And that's why you see a lot of this stuff happening. Because the Lord lights the lampstands. He lights within you the desire to be with him. So if you don't see that flowing in a church or in your own life, then you don't have the indwelling of the spirit. And that's something to consider and evaluate. So I'm going to end it now because there's some other things, but I want to maybe do that in another segment. Because I think you need to think about why we need to be living in the freedom and liberty of the Holy Spirit. And I get some calls that people are very frustrated. And they wonder why. And how come they're not adhering to what the Lord gives? Well, there might be some other condition going on. And the Lord doesn't want us confused and frustrated and upset. So there's even a battle going on within the churches. There's a battle going on in the spiritual realm. And if you don't position yourself in righteousness with the Lord, then you can't be part of those two lampstands that are favored by the Lord. And those I spoke about in Revelation. The two churches that were favored were Smyrna and Philadelphia. And you can read their conditions. And if things don't meet up with that, then you're not in the right type of church. So give that some thought. And I will say God bless for now until I return. <laughs>